0: Welcome everyone to Hams Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're going to be talking about our top moments in entertainment of the decade. The teens. I don't know what we
2: call this. The Ten through nineteen. The 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 roaring tens. There you go. As I like to call them.
0: Yeah. Tumultuous tens. There we go. I can't wait until, like, three weeks and I can go, like, man, it's the 20s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Go I just to speak that. easy. We used to, to say that to, in the 80s.
2: To, to clarify just a little bit, it, it's beyond just moments, right? Like, more specific things? Like yeah. All Sorry. Things? Okay. What?
0: Moments, things. Like, you know, we do, you, you listen to our show, you know what we talk about. So it'll be okay. movies, stuff from movies, TV, video games, whatever. So wait, so in the 80s you would say it's the 20s? Yeah. Oh, but I was a dumb child, so... <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, to clarify, yeah, this is top moments. There are stuff in our genre here, not sporting events or births of children. Oh, man, i got to <laughs> read my list real quick. Stuff like that. Um, so with that being said, let's go. Oh, wait, also, Alex was not here for our biggest disappointments. Is there anything really... What would be your top disappointment of the decade Alex am I putting you on the spot here
3: no uh, there's a few games that were disappointing but mostly it's honestly just Star Wars because I was looking so forward to it and I actually like the you know The Force Awakens it's like okay it's not the best Star Wars movie out there but it's you know really good it's a good start and then it just it got slammed by The Last Jedi yeah all
0: right. with pop culture stuff too. <laughs> yeah that was just ugh yeah. A little bit interesting cuz I have something more to say about that this week. No. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, but uh why don't you lead us off this time then? So, what's your number 10?
3: <laughs> All right, I'm going to okay, start definitely. off with a surprise anime hit oh, that my. like yeah, took everybody uh, by storm and it's an excellent premise to a story and at least the first season is um pretty perfect. In my opinion, and that is One Punch Man. Okay, have you seen it, uh, Scott? I've or read the seen,
2: manga. I have not read the manga, but I've seen—I uh, don't know—the first four or five episodes.
3: Well, do yourself a favor and finish it because it is amazing. Just the premise—it's like imagine for non-anime people. Imagine if Superman was like—he—he he is kind of all powerful, but he just—he's just bored. He's just bored with having all this superpower and stuff. There's no challenge in defeating enemies because he can just beat everybody with uh, one punch, and it's just a very interesting, very compelling storytelling. So I recommend it.
0: Okay, I've actually heard of this, but I don't know anything about it. Well, now you know a little.
2: I mean, it's it's difficult to say that it's weird because it's because <laughs> it is anime, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah it was fun I I enjoyed what I did see Mm
1: -hmm.
3: I love that they draw the main characters just like this plain like milquetoast type of guy and everything but every other like enemy that he fights or every character is like super like ultra detailed and always like over the top with monologues (laughs) and in the middle of them saying something he'll just like want to get the shit over
0: with and just punch him and then that's it they're liquefied it's amazing, nice. I won't be checking that out, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh! All right, I'll, I'll go next, and got to get out of the way before she punches me. Laura makes my list. All right, now. Uh, sure. uh, <laughs> she already yelled at me and said she better ma- at least make honorable mention, so she's on the list. Now,
2: <laughs> her, her, now you're real. Now you're now now your other real list, right, Jeff? Wink. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we had a real list. We came to Kings winning the Stanley cup. But I can't put that on here. So my number 10 is a surprise movie for me from the decade. And that would be John Wick. John uh, Wick. Yeah. Of all the mm-hmm. super nerdy stuff that we'll talk about more on our list, I'm sure, coming up. John Wick was just a nice action movie that we haven't had in a long time. Um, I'm limited to the first one because I haven't seen the third. And the second one was eh. But that first one... I saw it in the theater, and I don't even. I think maybe you guys had mentioned it on the podcast, or I heard it on another podcast. And I'm like, what Keanu Reeves? Someone kills his puppy? I gotta check this out, and was not let down. So, John Wick, we need a good action movie, as you could tell from our podcast. We love the old Arnold Stallone days, and we don't have that, that much anymore. So, seeing a good one this decade was really nice.
2: Yep on on my uh, honorable mention list. Yeah, and I, nice. and I totally agree. that kind of old school where the the hero is just a tank
0: yeah mm-hmm. and and I guess well, maybe you guys have it. there's another movie in the similar vein which I'll keep it for all I mention so that's my number ten, Scott, what's your number ten
2: number ten uh let's start with the video game here uh and, and let me just say that I agonize over this list by the way <laughs> if if I did this list well, yeah it's like 10, again again years. yeah again tomorrow, I might have some some different things to say, but uh anyway, so my number ten. Um, something that came in closer to the beginning of the decade, and that was the sequel to Portal, so Portal Two. Oh, damn, that's good. Uh, not yeah, I did not realize that. Not the I, I still think the original Portal has the it's still the better game. It's just such tight game design, um, you know. And this one's a little bit looser. But this is hands down the funniest uh, video game that 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 I've certainly played. Um, and you know, that it goes back to that whole, I I don't, I feel like this argument isn't made as much anymore about whether video games are art or not. Um, but they can certainly be funny (laughs) and, and Mm -hmm. Portal, Portal 2 definitely, uh, proves it. Um, no, video games are art.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I I agree. But, uh, I, I I I'm saying you just need to play Portal 2 if if you want to see, um, some where 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 they can go with things. Um, mm-hmm. Stephen Merchant is great there, and uh, her her name escapes me. But um, the woman playing GLaDOS Uh I can't. That's good. it's gonna bug me. And then of course yeah. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, he's awesome as Cave Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the line about how. If life gives you lemons, <laughs> I'll take those lemons and I'll burn your house down with the lemons. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm butchering it, but that was, those, that was the, uh, yeah, that was the, bananas the, the sentiment, um, the God, jeez uh GLaDOS's actress. When you're, when you're falling down the, the, uh, I don't, it's not a hole, but just the, the, the tunnel. And <laughs> she asks you, how are you doing? I'm a potato. (laughs) Just just some of the stuff in there. And Stephen Merchant, like, trying to basically copy GLaDOS, uh, where she's very subtle and conniving. He Mm -hmm. just, he can't do that. So he's just like, and you know what else? You're fatty. That's right, you're fat. (laughs) (laughs) Fatty, fat, fat, fat. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I'm butchering all this, but uh, just, just, it's still, thinking about it makes me laugh, so... Um, mm-hmm. And on top of all that, it's still a really fun game. Uh, Portal 2. game. I should play it in the game. Yeah. Have, have we
0: just done the Portal series in general as a whole episode?
1: Uh, don't if like, we I
0: don't did, think so. That's
2: good. On, really.
0: yeah. Scott, add it to your list. More co- options. Put mm-hmm. it on there. I
2: did, Jeff. I, I added a movie. I had two movies.
0: Oh, God. Is it Rocksteady, Bebop, and. What was
2: it? What?
0: what? Ninja Turtles 2? Yeah. Secret of the U's? Oh, Cowboy Bebop. Sorry. Um.
2: <laughs> nope, but I'm putting it on there now. Thank you for reminding me.
0: Noise. No, it's there. Cowboy be right See it oh, yeah, anyway. There, yeah. Um, well, like I say, I love Portal Two, and it's be- it is better than Portal One. But nothing will beat that first time I played Portal One. I was like, Oh, okay, I'll play this. I got it for Half Life, not even for Portal in the orange box or whatever, right? And then. Mm-hmm. I got to go to bed. Oh, it's almost... She said there's only one more level left. And then that, if you play the game, you know, it <laughs> goes on a lot longer than that. Yeah. Oh, so
3: good. Yeah, it's one of those... you can't, Yeah, Just one more level. Just one more level. Please assume the party yeah. position.
0: I, I, I actually played that game in the last six months. I was, like, throwing away some... Making room and throwing away some old games or getting ready to sell them. I'm like, does Orange Box play on Xbox One now? It wasn't backward compatible for a while. And it is now. I was gonna play portal, and I just did it messing around, and then next thing I know I was <laughs> in it deep and loving every second of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, Alex, number nine.
3: My number nine is an uh, another animated show, but this time it's from the States, and that is Steven Universe. Okay. Uh I love that show. It, it's it it it's entertaining, it's fun, it's funny, but there's like some really, really good, like heartfelt moments and some honest to goodness. Like, uh, life lessons in that show. And it, it's not like, um, whatchamacallit, adventure time where it's like just batshit insane. Stuff gets crazy, but it's still grounded within, like, some sensible rules in that, you know, in the show's universe, so to speak. Um, But yeah, I watch it with my boys and, you know, they're more into, like, all the fighting and the magic stuff. But it, it gets really deep and I appreciate it. Good yeah, music yeah, in that yeah, show, too.
2: Yeah, the whole show is is about relationships, so and mm-hmm. and you know, identity. So yeah, yeah. Been co-
3: coping with emotions and with betrayal, forgiveness. It runs the whole gamut. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I've never heard of it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I'm glad you like it. All right, uh, my number nine is something in general but very uh specific to what we do here and that would be i'm putting as entertainment this year would be podcasts in general this is the decade that i kind of discovered podcasts yeah, i think it was
2: same same yeah. here not that i yeah. listened to a ton of them but yeah
0: and so i started listening to them and then i liked the idea and then started talking to you guys and the next thing you know we've been doing this for like six years now for over half the decade so um, I just want to throw that in here because it's it's changed. I mean, my source of entertainment is not just limited to TV and movies and video games now. It's probably podcast might be number one <laughs> of as far as when I'm in my car, when I'm at work, when I'm on walks and stuff. Podcast might be uh, number one in there. And so, so a quick shout out to the ones that I watched that kind of got me into it would be Star Wars and Character, which we've talked about a lot on here. Mm-hmm. That was the first one where I was like, okay, these are just you know uh, four schmucks who knew each other from high school and. Talk about movies. We I know schmucks. We can talk about movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the Kevin Smith stuff, the Hollywood Babylon and uh, Fat Man on Batman. I really like those. Um, and then just a lot of just general ones, like hockey ones. I listen to a lot of hockey and sports podcasts. Uh, after show ones. So, like, you know, you watch an episode of Game of Thrones or a Star Wars movie and you go hear people talk about the reviews and stuff. Those are the kind of stuff that I listen to and just, yeah. All the time, I and mean, I'll have uh, more to say about YouTube and stuff on that later too. But podcasts in general, love it.
2: Yeah. So, so just uh, my my two favorite, and, and again, I don't listen to a ton of them. But uh, how did this get made? Um, is is pretty hilarious. It's also about movies and uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History.
0: That's on my queue. I have not listened to it because it looks daunting. There's like it's like for four hour episodes it's, it's, or it's, something.
2: It's it's extremely <laughs> dense. Um, and he gets really into the weeds uh. But I like that so.
0: Cool I like that I like that Oh uh, yeah, there's tons Like I said, those are this The Kevin Smith and the Swick Were the ones that influenced me the most And then, unfortunately yeah. They got me more into dirty stuff Than I wanted to And now I'm <laughs> surrounded in statues And comic books And all that stuff That I had given up for a while But there it is Alright, uh, Scott What's your number nine?
2: Number nine uh, Going into TV it's so my first TV entry, and that would be uh, a Dan Harmon joint, um, but not Rick and Morty, which is on my honorable mentions. No, it would be Community. Uh, oh. So, oh. so, so for me, this is kind of the the my I, I, it's still a sitcom, but uh, you know, in the the post laugh track sitcom world, uh, well, there, there's still of course there's still sitcoms with lap tracks, but uh once you move past that, uh there was there was scrubs for me in the aughts. Um and this is my uh comedy for um for the for the decade. Although there are <laughs> there is something else on my list that's also T V and comedy as we'll get to, but uh Um so I just I love everything about this. Um it's funny, uh at times, they, they do go into um, kind of the the sitcom where there's the lesson learned and, you know, characters grow. Um, but more than anything, I just, I, I enjoyed the, the comedy. Um, it In the early part of the, the decade, I had a lot of stuff going on. And it was just nice to be able to come home and, and and turn this on and just kind of forget about things and, and zone out. Um you know, it's probably the same reason I didn't watch Breaking Bad, because um, it was just too much. Like, I couldn't, uh, you know, I, I, I knew it was going to be serious, and it was going to be grim, and um, even if it was going to be really good, um, it just, I wasn't in the mindset for it. Um, so instead, I watched Community, um, and, you know, became fans of Dan Harmon, and uh, Joe McHale, Alison Brie. Uh, but all, all the the rest of the cast. Uh so yeah, community, my number nine. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. I've never actually seen that show. I watched a lot of the other NBC that's NBC, right? Yeah. Yeah, I watched a lot of the other ones, but not that one. Um Dan Harmon, why am I thinking who's the guy from summer school? Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon oh, <laughs> <There I> <laughs> Are they related? Well, they could be. Um, Alright, Alex, number 8 My number 8 is
3: uh, I'm sure this is going to be on Jeff's list As one of his favorite movies of all time Scott Pilgrim oh. vs. The World uh, I'm going to cheat it a little bit And add the comic books into the mix Because they started before the 2010s yeah. But they ended The last issue was um, released on 2010 Like uh, almost right before the movie Which is why they filmed multiple endings, as I learned. Scott told me, actually, that they filmed multiple endings to Scott Pilgrim. uh, Because they didn't know what the ending of the book was going to be. Yeah, it's one of those movies that's just endlessly entertaining for me. I love whenever it's on, I have to watch it. Whenever I scroll past it on the streaming service, it's like, alright, I'll watch Scott Pilgrim. Type of deal. And uh, the books are amazing. The art style is... uh, really slick, really cool uh, uh the the references that they get in the movies are I think a little bit better done in the book, of course, uh, but yeah, they both work off of each other really well, so that the books and the movie kind of like enhance each other, so you can do one without the other, but if you know for me, having read the books and then watched the movie it's it's the total package
2: yeah I remember getting sucked into the. The graphic novels uh, Like staying up all night to read them Like during the week mm-hmm. So
0: I agree
3: There it is Jeff you want to borrow the books? Oh, no thanks Oh, okay. But did you ever get them back from Scott or <laughs> whatever? Or no? Yeah I've had them back I've reread them a couple times actually <laughs> got him back. Of course
2: I gave them back How <laughs> kind of much do you think I am? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Alright uh, My number 8 um, is another movie that surprised me because it's a sequel that came decades after the original, and that would be Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Um, yeah, that's good. We have talked about this a number of times on, on this... Uh, what are we doing? Show here. And, um, <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. Oh, I just talked about podcasts. Well, we can we have one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love it. I was not expecting anything from it really uh i what the main thing is i was in this is i did uh, travel through europe during this decade and there was in france they kept having the poster in french and everything i'm all like, oh, this looks cool i'll check it out but it'll, you know probably won't be but whatever it's got it's mad max and it's got um what's your face shorty staring and it. it can't be that bad uh and it was pleasantly surprised how awesome it was it wasn't not that bad it was it might be my favorite one after we watched road warrior not too long ago i I go back and forth. They're both great, but mm-hmm. the the attention to, you know, using real special real special effects. Not doing everything in CGI uh the the way that, you know, it's it's not Mad Max being the main character in this. It's it's her who like Furiosa now. It's everything I want we are talked about. So, Mad Max Fury Road, my number 8.
2: Honorable mention. Okay. Def, definitely Amen. if you're we like just straight movies of the decade, it would be in my top 10. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. What well, isn't my top ten? Even with that, yeah. yeah. There
0: you go, Scott. Number 10, eight.
2: Uh, number eight, uh, moving straight from community to um, something that I wouldn't strictly qualify as as comedy, because it, it straddles so many different genres uh, across its its many seasons. Um, mostly though, at, at its heart, it's a it's a spy action comedy, um, and that would be the animated. Uh, show that even Jeff's watched uh, <laughs> that's endlessly quotable and it has amazing characters and it's hilarious, and that would be Archer
0: Danger Zone
2: <laughs> Pretty good Lana Lana <laughs> Lana Lana What?
1: <laughs>
2: what?
0: Mop <laughs> 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 Mop hey. hey. Can I just <laughs> say that in my last <laughs> pick <laughs> My last pick, I dressed up as one of the characters for Halloween, and this pick, Scott dressed up as one of these characters for Halloween. Oh,
2: that's true. I, uh, there you go. <laughs> San, my cherry blossoms are wilting. <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite quotes. Like, uh, do you want ants? Because this is how you get ants. Yes. Uh, and I, we we go all. We could spend a whole hour just quoting that show. <laughs> yeah. You want a green Russian? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you just killed a black astronaut. That's like killing a unicorn. <laughs> oh man uh, uh, yeah just such like well defined characters I mean obviously they're all over the top they're all Flander Flanderized but in this yeah they're
3: all like Ned Flanders in,
2: in this case it, it definitely works <laughs> Um, and you know I, Archer's might not even, is probably not even the best character on that show uh, you know there's, there's Pam <laughs> yeah Pam's probably the best character in that show.
3: But, I know. I think I love, Pam uh, but
2: but other characters like Krieger steals the show every once in a while. Um, Cheryl is great. <laughs> Woo, out my country. Um, you go on. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, it, it's funny. the The animation is, is fairly simple but clean. But they, you can tell where they put all the the real love when it comes to the very elaborate action sequences um mm-hmm. early earlier seasons a lot of it was like very james bond-esque um with vehicles and, and all the stuff archer does where he's like as a spy he's, he's very incompetent but he's very he's like a lot like the daniel craig james bond where he's not really good at the spy stuff <laughs> but he's like awesome at killing people <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they, you're right they, <laughs> they, i never made that connection they, before. They, 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 <laughs> that features prominently into the show uh and and they they did a smart thing where you can't really tell when it's supposed to take place like it's definitely like it's modern but like all the technology they show on on, on there is suspect so uh yeah it, it if anybody hasn't seen this um go go check it out i probably on netflix uh
0: but don't watch it with your kids, even though it's anime. Yeah, def-
2: definitely yeah. not for kids. How uh, do <laughs>
0: people still not know the rating
3: systems yeah. in this day and age, for Pete's sake? <laughs> um
2: you know, it's it's a half hour again, uh, pretty much a sitcom. But uh yeah, again there's there's really nothing like this. Um Is is it still running? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So I probably missed the last two or three seasons. So
2: so they they like they they they've done some really interesting stuff with the genres, um uh where they they had the no we on the show and then they, they kinda did a take on Miami Vice. Uh where they where they called it like Archer Vice. Although mm-hmm. it was more just the, the that, that season resolved around like cocaine. But yeah, I remember <laughs> that one. um there's another one where it like takes place in like the in like twenties Los Angeles. Yeah like the, that's Black
0: like, Dahlia murders or something.
2: Yeah, like like like, like LA confidential type. Yeah,
3: um, I think I stopped watching during that season. I need to catch up.
2: There's another one like Danger Island, and I guess they just had one that went into space. So I I need to catch up myself. Uh, um, but one great. of the one of the things on the show though is um, there's there's a lot of like references to well, well, mostly literary references that are over. Read a book, yeah, uh, that are uh, well over my head for sure. But uh, when you do catch them, it's it's definitely worth it.
0: What was uh, one of them? So I think the LA one was on that movie that we did, right? The it's not the it's not me that got small, not me who got too big. The pictures got small. What's that movie? Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Didn't we do an episode on that? Or no, I just watched that and we... pretend it was for an episode. <laughs> I don't remember second red sunset. It, Boulevard.
2: Came, it, it came up in <laughs> it's come up a couple times, Jeff, but uh, mostly okay. mostly. When when you did your AFI list of the quotes, oh okay, yeah, and because isn't
0: that story is kind of one of one of the seasons I think of Archer?
2: I think they they might have borrowed from that.
0: Yeah, um, like the body in the pool and yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number seven.
3: My number seven is Star Wars related, and. It was something that I wasn't expecting to be as good as I thought it was. Like, I was kind of gearing up for it.
2: Last Jedi? Uh, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Heavens no. I'm talking about Galaxy's Edge. The new land at Disneyland. Okay. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. It was like, I knew, you know, the Millennium Falcon over there was going to be cool, but I was like awestruck when I finally saw it. Really great attention to detail. Uh, just walking around... I mean, we did a whole episode on this, but just walking around, you just feel like you're in Star Wars and everything. Especially because uh, one of the first time we went, there was you know, everybody, it was like one of those preview days, and so everybody was a big Star Wars geek, and uh, there wasn't too many people around. So uh, it was really cool. Very good experience. If you haven't been there, uh, well, you might want to come now because the new ride is actually going to open up pretty soon.
0: Yeah, it opened up in Florida last week. Hmm.
3: Reportedly, it's an 18-minute ride.
0: Yeah. We could talk about that uh, another time, but I w- it sounds cool.
3: Also, if you go, save up and do yourself a favor and buy get yourself a lightsaber.
0: It's awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: yep.
1: <laughs>
0: no, uh, good pick, Alex. So my number seven is... Star Wars in general. So it had as a big disappointment last year or last decade or this decade, whatever, however we're going to say this this year, <laughs> there were, there were some bright spots, uh, but it's definitely lower on my list. Obviously I love Star Wars. It should be number one, but it's not. Um, uh, but galaxy's edge was definitely a big plus this decade. Uh, rogue one. I really love that movie. That's a plus. Uh, but the main thing that just star Wars is back in, uh, Whatever you want to call it, in today's world, everyone's talking about Star Wars. I've always, I always love that. Um, I'm finally going to go to a Star Wars con next this year, whatever. Like oh yeah, months. we are. Yeah, con? <laughs> forgot I got tickets for that. <laughs> yeah, what's what's like the... what what's it called? Celebration, celebration. There it is. Is the the one here? Yeah, in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that would be the first one. I've never been to any kind of uh, con before. It'll be my first con ever. I'm looking forward to it. So just, but just the fact that Star Wars is back and, and the conscious everyone's talking about it. Uh, there's right that there's rides, there's movies, there's TV shows. like Except Mandalorian at coming in at the very end of the decade being really good. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's lots of good stuff. Just unfortunately, I think the bad outweighs it. So that's why it's
2: not higher up on my yeah, list. Like it, but, yeah, uh, the the primary <laughs> like I don't know what you call it. Yeah, Do, like media. Consumption for it is is still the, the movies.
0: Exactly the, the, the fact that the saga films are what should be everything and is big disappointment for me. So that's why it's not higher. But there's still other a lot of other good stuff. So.
2: Um, the, there's there's one thing I would like to say about the Star Wars movies that mm-hmm. that we we've mentioned before. Um, but this this came out of like a separate conversation I was having with people about Star Wars. Um, so we 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 definitely are not fans of Last Jedi. Um I, I, I did enjoy uh, Force Awakens. Um, mm-hmm. but I just I just want to reiterate, like when we say like we like if we didn't like it or we hate it, like we, we understand it's just a movie, we still understand that it's for kids. Like yeah. like we're not these assholes on the internet like telling Kelly and Tran to go away forever. Like it, like if if anybody's listening that feels that way, like just stop. Yeah. Like we're we're about to hit another decade, so now's a good time to, to stop. Stop being that guy. If you are that guy, yeah, no, it's already
0: it's with Mandalorian. It's already happening. Oh yeah, the girl, the one girl that shows up can shoot everything.
2: Like, just shut up. There was already a robot. Yeah. There was a robot that could shoot everything, so we shouldn't have that either.
3: Yeah, but we I shouldn't. Uh, that's Data teaching you all the robots to rebel. Robots.
2: <laughs> but it is. I felt yes. that's worth mentioning again as as we get into the twenty twenties.
0: Th- yeah. Uh, I mean I don't speak I don't think speak speak for both all of us, but I'm it's bad filmmaking, bad jokes is what I didn't like. It's the fact that it's I don't even want to bring it up because it's stupid, but yes, we're I think we just like it for proper reasons, not
2: yeah, like I'm not even like a mega Star Wars fan, so like I'm not, I thought he wasn't even mad about like the lore stuff, so
3: mm-hmm. Oh, his lightsaber isn't quite the right shade of red. Yeah. So, and yeah.
0: if you like it, awesome. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's fine. I like terrible I, movies
3: I don't understand
0: yeah, like I think I said last year when I the reason I got celebration tickets for next year is because when I was watching some of the videos online and just seeing these I think uh Hayden Christensen came out or something, and the fans just went nuts, and I'm like, it's fucking ant, the guy's the worst ever, but just the seeing how happy they were for a generation of kids that that makes me excited, so yeah, you love'. Him. Everyone, you go, the new generation's gonna love these movies. That's great. You're gonna love Finn and Poe and Ray. Great, yeah, yeah, Mazatov. <laughs> <Fly him. laughs>
3: I got with my lightsaber. Lusky I'm happy. You. You yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, we still haven't compared lightsabers. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> we'll go in the locker room and check them out. <laughs>
0: All right, I gotta say that the other day, uh. Laura was gone for the whole night, so I had a, <laughs> you got, I had a Star you got Wars. Got your toys night. out. <laughs> I basically did. I I played the VJ game for a Star Wars VJ game for a little bit. Went in the living room, watched Empire Strikes Back while holding my lightsaber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that how you will, and uh, <laughs> and then I uh, st- it was late enough, so that the next episode of Mandalorian came out, and I watched that at one in the morning. So holding my lightsaber still, and then Laura bursting through the door. <laughs>
3: He said, "Sir, said, like, did you see anything? No, I didn't see you playing with your dolls again." I <laughs> just
2: Laura, Laura bursts were, "Were you playing with your lightsaber again?" "No, no, no, I was masturbating. I swear." <laughs> it's just innocent nice. masturbating. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. All right, let's move on. Scott, mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: number seven. seven. Okay, uh, number seven. Going back to video games. I don't have a movie yet. Uh, so. This, this game kind of came out of nowhere for me. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd i seen the initial uh, announcement trailer and some of the trailer stuff leading up to it, and I still wasn't that interested in it. Um, but at the time, I, I, I had some friends working at Blizzard, and uh, I got into the the beta for Overwatch. And after a couple nights of not really getting it, like something clicked for me on um, PC and I I fell in love with this oh, game. The,
3: the left button. Left button yes, sure. yes, the click left, left, left button. Click, sure.
2: Yeah. It's funny how that works. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I, I just kinda of fell in love with the game, all the the characters, the art style, uh, the the animation. Um, you know, they they do they did this weird thing like like kind of Destiny does where like a lot of the lore is not in the game. Like you gotta look elsewhere yeah. for it, which is an interesting way to, mm-hmm. to approach it now, um, with you know, these days with viral media and um, accessibility to, to all that stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is the the first person shooter game that I never knew that I that I needed, <laughs> uh, and I and I still enjoy it. Um, I'm looking forward to when Overwatch Two comes out. Uh, maybe if. if God, God willing, if we're, if we're doing a <laughs> the twenty twenties in review, uh, ten years from now, uh, maybe Portal Portal Two, maybe uh, Overwatch Two will be on that list. But uh, Portal Three, um, Half Life Three, still yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll no. <laughs> By the well, way, we'll, Half Life we'll, we'll, Alex, <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: count. Well, that's true. Yeah, I know, but but still. we count down the twenties. We're gonna have a flying podcast, just like our flying cars.
2: Well, Woo. I mean, I'll just be a better than
0: right. Jar. Like at that point, there you go. Hopefully. Hanging out next to Richard. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a crook's <laughs> hand.
2: <laughs> Nixon with charisma, <laughs> Gotta rule the galaxy. Oh, Stoppable. Uh, so yeah, uh, like I'm saying, uh, the, the Overwatch did some some really cool things too. They, I mean, it's still an online game, so there's still going to be that level of toxicity, but they did away In with the city. L- they, 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 In the city because all the, the characters are so unique. Um, and the fact that they just got, they just did away with like kill death ratios, um, which were, you know, aren't really a great barometer, like for the call of duty crowd. Um, it's
0: pronounced thermometer. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'll say because Brian mine left. usually is like point zero zero one, and I was way better.
2: than. That. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's yeah, everybody else. That's saying. Um, you know, it's, and it's all like very team based. Uh, yeah, it's just it, on top of just being fun. Um, it's it's very bite sized. The matches never not really last that long. Um, it's it's really easy to get sucked in to be like, oh, I'll just do one more match. Kind of like we were talking about earlier, Jeff, about Portal. Where it's like oh, I can quit whenever I want, and then a couple hours later. Uh, so yeah, I, I I I hope that they. They keep rolling with this um you know it's you, you just buy it and get to play there's no subscription fee which is which is great because uh, blizzard's all about that subscription fee for, for mm-hmm. like world of warcraft uh and yeah I, I just i can't really say enough about this game uh like i one of, one of the few games that i i totally recommend to everybody uh so overwatch my number seven
0: all right, that made my honorable mentions. Um I didn't play many games this decade, but that was one that I played. I enjoyed it. Didn't play it as much as you guys, but I still liked it. It was yeah, it was fun. I did pick it up again over the Hall ho- for Halloween and uh did that whole um
3: Junkenstein,
0: Junkenstein's Revenge. But that did do a couple of regular matches. There's too many new characters now. I haven't played in so long. I didn't I think there was like 10 new characters Yeah, since the last I, time I can I
2: see played. how it would be intimidating. Yeah. But but it, like it is great though that there are characters there's quite a few characters that you can just pick up and go like that that aren't overly complicated. Yeah. I think they yeah, did that's commando. it's like really good game design that yeah like the the skill floor is 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 low on these guys so yeah good pick good pick all right Alex number six.
0: My number six is
3: uh, Stranger Things. They just that first season Oof. just took me by surprise.
0: Damn, I completely forgot about this one.
3: Yeah, I love that show. Second season was alright. Uh I really liked it. And at the end of it I was like, okay, this is like a great complete ending to the series. I hope they don't, you know yeah, come, I still, mean I knew they were, but finish. I hope they don't come out with a third season and ruin it. And then the third season came out, and I was, like, blown away. I was so happy I was wrong. Uh, so, yeah, I'm optimistic for season four. But so far, that show's got a great run. It's amazing.
1: That's
0: a good call. I, I I forgot about that. I know it's an awesome. I loved it. Finally finished season three, too. It took us a while, but we finished it so good, like you mm-hmm. said. Um, good call. Yeah. We just we did season one on here, right? That was it. Yes. I think we did a whole yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's
2: one of the ones where, like Jeff, like put his foot down and said, "Fuck you, Scott. You're gonna watch us. A... You're gonna watch when these things." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you made me do that. With... Well, because
0: I knew what season two passed, like,
2: well, I'm too far behind yeah. and I'm yeah. never gonna get to it. Well, like I mean, I, d- I did. I did like half of season two. so <laughs> I, don't oh,
0: like yeah. age. I don't know why you started talking like Adam too. It was weird. Roll.
2: <laughs> well, no, it's roles. <laughs>
0: Um. All right, Uh, my number six is my only video game on here. I have a couple of honorable mentions, but my only video games would be the Arkham series. These are the ones I played the mm-hmm. most during this uh, decade. Um, Even though Arkham Asylum came out, uh, I think 2008, 2009, I played it during this decade. And then Arkham City and Arkham Knight came out during this decade. And I played all three of these games to complete. Uh, completion, getting all the riddles and everything. It's one very few times in the game. Do I, you know, once I beat the main storyline, do I keep playing? And these games, that's how good it was for me. And that's why these video games made my list. It was enough for me to come back and, and play. And it was a good for me to get into more Batman lore. Like I really didn't Right, This is also happening during, uh, I guess it's after because Dark Knight, the movie came out in 08, I think. But anyway, just yeah. getting more lore into Batman that I didn't know because I didn't read many comics uh, on Batman when I was a kid. So it'd be cool. Like All of a sudden, I'd get kid, you know, a scene with the Mad Hatter or, or uh, Firefly or something. Oh, who's this? And I'd look, look him up. So, Condiment uh, man. <laughs> ketchup and mustard dude. All right. Uh, but yeah, I loved them all. I think I like the city the best, but I don't know. I mean, Arkham Knight, they kind of forced the Batmobile on us, and I didn't like that part of it, but still fun. Uh, more updated graphics, obviously, being on Xbox One. Um, but I just love the fact that you had your main story. It was It's basically um, Grand Theft Auto, but with Batman. And I wish they could do this for Star Wars somehow, but I just don't think it can be done. Unless you want to be like... Uh, I'm trying like, to fit it into the story-wise, right? Cause-
2: well, hey, we've got... We got bounty hunters.
0: I know, but then mm-hmm. I run on the lightsaber, so it kinda of sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah, light lightsaber's OP, that's the problem with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah. Loved it. If you guys haven't played it, I don't think Scott said you guys hadn't, no, right? We did an it's, episode it's, it's on one this one too. Else, but... It's
2: one of those things where I I think the game looks cool and I'm glad it's out there, but those those type of games like I could just never get into
1: Mm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it's kind of open world, just kind
3: of action. Yeah, well, just play Asylum then, cuz that one's not, you know, as daunting or as big since it's just in Arkham. Yeah. Which
2: well, is it's, it's funny anyway. that I just said that because there's a game on my list that's like exactly that coming up.
3: <laughs> yeah, super <laughs> open world. <Right. laughs> is it um, Dragon Age Inquisition? Yeah.
2: Which no. is not, not that <laughs> open world. They cheated on that one.
0: Yeah, I know. I seriously, I bought that game. I got to, like, the castle where, like, the, the fire is falling down, which I believe is in the first three minutes of the game, and I never played it again. <laughs> Biggest waste of money ever for me. Yep. Sorry, Jeff.
2: <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Scott, number six. Number six. Uh, my first movie on the list. Um, and I was a little surprised when, when i not looking back that, uh, like, that, that this... Um, I don't know that I that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, it, it is a musical. Uh, and and that would be uh, La La Land. Um, I don't know if either of you have seen it. I got
0: to the part where they were dancing on the floor when <laughs> I turned a it lot,
2: off. You know, a lot of people say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not an uncommon uh, reaction. <laughs> uh, so you're so not alone there, Jeff. Uh, but I actually... <laughs> Uh, really enjoyed that, that opening number. Um I it was kind of the movie was really bookended, um with a couple of show stopping uh uh song and dance numbers. Uh, the the one at the end is great. Uh, more, more than anything though, uh, I, I really enjoy um Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling's kind of chemistry. Um as, but especially Emma Stone. She just has this very breezy, kind of effortless charm. Um and yeah, the, the movie, it reminds me a lot of like, uh, like a Lost in translation in that you can just kind of put it on and just, yeah, it's like effortless to, to kind of sit and watch it, at least for me. Um, hmm. and it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny they, they they made fun of the movie because it's, uh, like one of the synopsis is that like white people save jazz, which, which is silly. Um it's the thing that happens in the movie, but um <laughs> yeah geez. it's but yeah, at the end of it, it's it's about um you know relationships and and moving on and uh and it's it's and it's bittersweet and um yeah i, I don't know what else to say without like really like diving in and spoiling the movie um for anyone that might be interested uh clearly not Jeff. <laughs> Uh, I I was interested. I tried it, but yeah, yeah. but it, it, just, it just really struck home with me. Um, and 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 I did like the the song, most of the, the musical numbers in there. Um, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm always surprised when when one of these musicals, uh, uh like pushes all the right buttons with me because I I'm spec I w- I wouldn't say that I did like musicals, but uh. Um, like we did Moulin Rouge not too long ago, um, and I—that's one of my all-time favorites. So, uh, I guess it just has to like land the right way. Uh, but yeah.
3: So what you're saying is you're gonna love cats.
2: <laughs> I, I think we should talk about <laughs> if, if we're gonna make a list of like the, the top ten nightmare fuel of the decade. I, <laughs> I think the at least the initial trailer for cats. It's got to be on there. Jesus, uh, yeah. No, you Yeah, know not much interest in, uh, in cats. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, it opens the same day as Star Wars, so... Oh my god. It could be
2: like... Yeah, it could be uh, the end of days. <laughs> the Herald of uh, uh, the, the, the Fifth Horseman, whatever you want to call it.
0: Um, I'm just saying, if, if, if Kylo starts... Or if Poe starts saying some stupid-ass shit and Finn starts... Don't dumb stuff. I'm just gonna walk out and go watch cats. It'll probably be better than the Star Wars.
2: See, Could be. See, I know you're joking, Jeff, but <laughs> I don't know if I am yeah, or not. I, but I'm not 100 sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, Lava Land is, is my number six. All which... right, Alex, number five. Sorry, Scott. I, I was just gonna say, which again surprised me because that means it's one of my top 10 movies of the decade.
0: Yeah, Which I'm going to call shenanigans on because I know... Never mind. Scott, Alex, get <laughs> number five.
3: <laughs> number five. Uh, well, this company technically started in uh, 2008, but they didn't revolutionize the industry until 2010 when they started streaming straight to your computer and then to pretty much every device out there now. and That would be Netflix. They completely nice. changed the game. Ran video stores pretty much out of business. Uh sorry blockbuster video. Yeah. And uh yeah, there's and there's nobody that I know of at least that doesn't have at least one streaming service. Where they can watch, you know, whatever. Usually it's Netflix. Uh yeah, it was a complete game changer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have this as my number five. I have streaming in general as my number five. So the yeah. way we now consume content is and Netflix being at the top of that. It's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
3: great. It's convenient. You just pop it on.
2: You guys <laughs> uh, I mean, was... are still bad for all of them, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> got... I blame iPhone for that. Everything has to be tiles now for some stupid reason. Yeah. Well, you can't see what it is without the picture. I know but but anyway, yes, streaming. Uh, you like said with the start of the decade with Netflix, now at the very end of the decade with Disney Plus and everything in between with Hulu and HBO Go and Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Yeah, there's so much. And I want to add uh, for mine, I was going to talk about uh YouTube. Like, I never, I obviously YouTube was out before this, but it was more just for me anyway. This is like my use, it was just a video on how to do my job or something. I don't know (laughs) how to code something (laughs) or how to fix something in my car. It was not, Hey, let me go on here and watch a review for a movie. I like, or let me just actually, there's just original content. Like a lot of my like news shows that I watch are on there and stuff. So yeah, streaming Mm -hmm. in general. Awesome. Huge. Mm -hmm. Like you already mentioned stranger things. We would not have that if it wasn't for streaming. True. Um,
3: yeah, when when somebody has like a a cool idea or something nowadays, that the big budget like theaters and uh, Hollywood, you know, doesn't want to take a chance on it, and, and like HBO or one of the big networks, they're like, no, this would be too much trouble or too expensive. It, a lot of it is just going to Netflix. Scorsese's last film, straight to Netflix. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: And <laughs> in, in some ways, we have to we get to thank uh, Will Smith <laughs> for the big budget thing. He kind of was like, he's yeah. like, okay. And everybody else was like, well, Phil Smith's doing it.
0: <laughs> That's exactly how it went. Yeah. But, it, and, and, I mean, this, and then the fact with like c- uh, cable networks making good content has put pressure on the networks to stop making crap. But then, I don't know. Yeah, they still the, make the big bang theory that yeah, makes a I know, billion I was dollars. just about to say that. they <laughs> still,
2: like, they're on their fourth CSI show? 5th yeah I <laughs> CSI and then there's NCIS
0: girl, is there. the same
3: thing God, there's a lot of stories in there yeah <laughs> the <That's laughs> three Chicago shows that are running in tandem in the shared Chicago universe ugh
2: Chicago
0: yeah mm-hmm. but that's probably more of an age thing I don't know maybe not The demographic doesn't know how to switch to streaming, so they're going to keep watching their serials, not their serials, their procedurals, their stories. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching my stories. CW
2: is going strong, and that's for for (laughs) tweens. That's true. Tweens and Jeff and and me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: All right, good call. So that was my uh, number five as well. So we'll
2: go right to uh, Scott. Okay, Um, you're about to say something about calling shenanigans, Jeff.
0: Yeah. Is your top five all going to be shenanigans, right, what I'm
2: talking about? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought about this long and hard. Um, well. Yeah. So, going back to video games. So, um, uh, you know, a lot of stuff on my list that I've already mentioned. If, if it didn't necessarily capture my imagination, it, it definitely uh, sucked me in. Um, this one though, uh, definitely, um, got to me. Um, and I was wholly absorbed in this. Uh, and that's Mass Effect 2. Ah, so the, next so the, the best of the, the trilogy. Uh, this is to date the only game that I've ever totally completed where I got all the achievements. Uh, I did, you know, which which involves doing like the insanity playthrough, um, mm-hmm. you know, basically doing all the things you could do, um, and that is still the pretty much the only game that that uh, not only did I have interest in doing so, but you know, I was you know, I, I kind of planned it out ahead of time because uh, you know you have to know what you're doing once once you start getting into like the super hard stuff, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just love everything about this game so. Uh, they they took uh you know the best parts of the first Mass Effect, and they they definitely <laughs> they tightened up the game design. Uh, so yeah. you know it, everything was uh this this it was heavily scripted, but um it was still um these large buildups um everywhere that you went of where the action would rise until. Or some climax against some kind of boss or um just, just something difficult happening like like in most video games. Um but yeah just the setting, um the story, the characters, the the suicide mission at the end is one of the coolest things um, in, yeah, in, in, in any video awesome. game. Uh and, and I've mentioned before, but uh the uh the, the Fem Shep um, Jennifer Hale uh is is rad. Um, Best Shepherd. In yeah. fact, <laughs> I don't even like Connor Femship because the other one should be called Male Ship and she should be Ship. Uh, yeah, serious. So, yeah, just it, a lot of fun for me because I suck at first person shooters. So, this is not that. <laughs> I mean, there, there's sniping and things <laughs> like that. And it's a lot like Gears of War um, where it's a lot more forgiving if you're not you know, expert Call of Duty level player. Uh, and I mean it's third person. Um, Plus, you got cool powers. Cover system, yeah, you get powers. uh, Do cool shit like, like I always did the the Vanguard play where you charge enemies, like, uh, like you'd warp to them and like knock them up in the air, and uh, it was so cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, and and just the whole space opera thing, like, just just you know, on a nerd level, (laughs) it was just fun to have something like that. Um, you know, cause you know, a lot traditionally like RPGs are, are more, you know, based in fantasy. Uh, so, so that's something like that. Um, and this was like the height of Bioware where, uh, I, I don't remember if Dragon Age two, I don't think Dragon Age two had come out yet. So, you know, I still love the original Dragon Age, uh, origins. Um, mm-hmm. so everything was right and high and I like super hyped for this game. And, uh, it, it totally delivered. My, my only, my only complaint is that it was on two discs and you had to get up and swap the discs. Like, but not, not like, okay, you're at a certain point in the game, swap over disc two. No, if you, uh, if you went like different places, like in the ship, like, like different parts of the galaxy, then you'd have to swap discs. Like, for no reason. And it sucked. (laughs) Having to get up, that's, that defeats the whole purpose of playing video games. Uh, so yeah, can't, can't recommend this enough. It's backward compatible, so I did a another playthrough, I think, mean, last year. So I'm about due again. <laughs> maybe Damn, maybe yeah, 2020, I'll go back through again, like the whole trilogy again. Uh, yeah, just just nothing but good things to say about this. Uh, and, and, and it's, it's an adult thing too, which is cool because, um, as much as I love Final Fantasy, uh, like earlier Final Fantasy anyway, um, it's still very much geared toward like the anime kind of younger crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. where this this is not that. Uh it's it's some pretty serious content matter. Uh so yep. Yeah. Mass Effect 2, my number five.
0: Alright. Alex, you're number four. Mass Effect
3: 2 is my number four. Oh. <laughs> uh just touch on a couple other things that Scott didn't mention, but uh characters are just really, really well fleshed out, everybody feels like they belong in the universe Uh, the whole idea of you just out you're kind of alone in the galaxy and then you have to assemble your team in order to complete like the big mission at the end like you have have to do all these little side missions like uh, you have to like gather your crew and that's the best part of the game for me it's like oh you gotta go over there because you need this type of specialist or this type of specialist and the best part is that it's not like oh you just have your choice of whatever people you want to take on your last mission. And that's just whatever they actually serve a purpose. You can actually, um, delegate people, uh, to do certain jobs in the last mission. And it it definitely affects the story. Like if you fuck up, if you like forget to do something, or if you like, don't, uh, become like a hundred percent like friends with a crew member or something, they will die. Or if
2: you, Send the wrong person and do the wrong thing.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you send this assassin to do this highly technical engineering thing. Well, see ya. Yep.
1: Permits. <laughs> it's it's yeah, awesome.
3: Yeah. So I always like doing like a a perfect like by the book, run, and then a a perfect also like a bad hard ass run, and then I just did my dumb fuck run. Just for shit, because I I wanted to see how, like, some of the crew members... Well, some of the ones that it didn't like as much or something. <laughs> like, how they uh, how they died and stuff. And it's really cool. And it's also really heartbreaking. Part of me wishes I hadn't done it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. It's definitely the best one in the trilogy. I recommend Mass Effect as a whole. Except for... I didn't play the, the you know, the fucked up one. But, as a whole, Mass Effect's... The trilogy... It's amazing.
2: Go out and I'll, play it. Say, uh, Tally's my favorite. Whatever that's mm. Tally or Rex.
0: Rex. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Rex on that one. <laughs> yeah. D- did you guys ever play the Knights of the Old Republic games? I I, I yeah, tried to I'm actually studying.
3: replaying I'm replaying Koto right now at
0: work. Okay. So, like during my lunch breaks. So I was told the history of Mass Effect is they were making of the Republic and then they lost the license to Star Wars so they made Mass Effect. Is that true? Uh,
2: could be. You know, I haven't
0: it's heard the Same this, company, but- BioWare, yeah, is BioWare. right? Okay. Yeah. So that's what I heard. Or it was too expensive, like they were making no money because all the money went to the licensing fees or something, so they just kind of took their engine and their basic storyline and rewrote it to match all new all their own new IP. That's what I heard. Don't know if it's true or not, but
2: yeah, there's, there's not really, like, any Jedi analogs. So they, well, instead of the Force, there's Biotics, so I guess it kind of follows.
3: Yeah. yeah ah, it, it could have been, like,
0: a basis or a starting off point. Yeah. All
2: right. I tried those
0: games. I didn't like them. And I didn't. Even, I could... Knights of the Old Republic, I didn't like either. Just that's not my style of game. Right. Right, I see. Yeah. All right. Uh, on to my number four. And my number four is just more of... I just had the decade of the nerd, <laughs> so this is definitely a decade where mm-hmm. nerd culture is kind of—I don't know if it's pushed to the forefront, but definitely pushed forward with uh, shows like Game of Thrones and MCU and Dark Knight movies and DC movies and what well, I like said, Stranger Things. Talking about how young nerds are playing Dungeons and Dragons, e- everything seemed nerd. People, more people wearing nerd T-shirts, more people. Uh, You know Going to Disneyland Getting their pictures taken With Spider-Man They weren't just kids Just
2: all that stuff uh,
0: Really yep. enjoyed it Being a nerd <laughs> um,
2: mm-hmm. yep. although, although You yeah. talked about The streaming stuff How uh Netflix Got a leg up On all the comic stuff with, with Daredevil And the stuff that came after that
3: Oh yeah, yeah
0: Even if Even true. if all the And then also e- and Iron Fist Yeah Yeah well, they're not all going to be uh, great. And like you mentioned... But I mean, they kind of uh, did it
2: first, though. Yeah.
0: Well, you no, know, the CW shows that, did it first. Well, <laughs> just because you don't like them, Scott, uh, it doesn't it's, mean it's, they were first. I, it's, <laughs> it's,
2: not, it's not about that. It's, they're, it, because the production is so different on those, It's they're almost like separate things to me. They are separate things.
0: But I'm just saying, the fact that you had them on... The, yeah, no, that's the, true. The adult, grittier versions... And then you had, like I said, the more teen-friendly, Jeff-friendly versions on CW. Um, <laughs> Jeff-friendly. Uh, yeah, I just, oh, that's awesome. And we got, we got, and that, you know, obviously, good some bad. In mean, MCU, I think most of us like most of those movies. And then DC, not so much. But they were out there um, with Star Wars, like we mentioned. Some stuff didn't land, like we mentioned last week. For, or, sorry, I did. Hobbit didn't land. But it was out there. It was a time when I can go choose between a Star Wars, a Hobbit movie, a Sp- Spider-Man movie a Batman movie that was just awesome so yeah the n- Decade of the Nerd is my number four and that wasn't even talking video games but that's became you know that's always been huge I think with esports and all that stuff it's pushed it to the top too yeah,
2: so. there's a lot of uh, like sci-fi shows that are a little smaller than that are, that are with watch too
0: mm-hmm. yeah Battlestar must have been that was the odds, yeah. right I think yeah Anyway, that's for number four. So Scott, what's your number four?
2: Uh, my last, <laughs> last video game on here. Um, I had a lot of video games. Uh, so you know, remember earlier when I said open world in action wasn't for me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's not the case. Breath of the Wild for uh, Fallout New Vegas, uh, which uh. landed like very early on in the decade. Uh, but it just. It pushed all the right buttons with me uh i've over this decade um I've probably put in something like four hundred to five hundred hours in this game uh just some stupid mm. amount of time um, but yeah this is this is what I was hoping for when when Fallout three came out um after you know interplay went under and subsequently black Isle. Um, you know, basically, the developers um, weren't able to work on Fallout Three, um, but then uh, Obsidian came on board through Bethesda, ZeniMax, whatever, um, to do mm-hmm. Fallout New Vegas using the Fallout Three engine. They brought back um, not just a lot of the kind of mechanics of Fallout Two that were great, um, but just more of the, the feel and the story of, of what I really enjoyed about Fallout Two, which I felt was lacking in Fallout Three. Um and it's just you know, New Vegas is just for Fallout is just a better setting. Um it's a better narrative uh than than Fallout three or Fallout four. Um definitely Fallout seventy six. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just uh you know, it's open ended. Like even even now, like there's still things that I I, I find that I didn't know about. Um, you know, you can play through it any way that you want. Um, you can kind of set up your your own challenges where it's like, okay, I'm not gonna use guns, uh, or I'm only gonna use pistols, or whatever you feel like doing, you can do. Um, the other day, it's also just a first person shooter, so if you're good at first person shooters, that that helps out a little bit. Uh but there's still like the heavy RPG elements for are leveling up, um, uh, which I'm always a sucker for. Um it, it just it had some great uh DLC. It's the first time I ever like really got into like DLC because before that, like on spec I was like, ah, I'm not paying extra money for shit. Uh, <laughs> I already paid for the base game. This is this is horseshit. Mm-hmm. Um but then I I got the Fallout New Vegas DLC and and I was like, oh this is awesome. Like I still wish this was part of the base game. Um but but now I see that um, you know, if I want to get the full experience and this is how it's out there, like I don't have much of a choice. Um you know, as as a or you know, or just not play, I guess. Um which sucks for, for people that don't want to pay the money. Um yeah, this is this is the you know, the definitive three D Fallout game. Uh, so until Fallout 5 comes along and, and fixes stuff I don't know like, I mean that said I still put in a lot of time in Fallout 4 um, but it didn't it did not uh, land with me as well as, as New Vegas did so that's my number 4 very cool nice still got to finish that. Yeah, I never
0: played that one. And I don't know why. That would At least when the first one came out, I was still playing games a lot. But I don't know, for some reason. I don't know. It's weird. I don't like open any games either. So it's weird. Like, I like Ark of Night. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, all right. Uh, Alex, number three? Yep. My number three, I've
3: spoken about this game a lot. I've touted it. And it's my favorite game of the last ten years. Undertale it's just uh, we talked about video games as art and this story really I don't it really can't be told in any other meet I mean you can kind of like shift it to be like an animated thing or a book but really it, you you can't get the full experience of this story without it being a video game uh, it's astounding uh, there's a lot of depth to it there's a lot of humor it's really well written uh, if you've been a gamer for, you know, years you'll get some of the jokes like a lot of them are like, oh shit, that's from, you know this thing or whatever and even if you haven't if you, you've you only picked up a controller in the last 10 years it's still a very well written, entertaining game highly recommend it if you don't play another video game just play Undertale alright
0: uh-huh. One of these days, one of these days. <laughs> no, I'm serious. All
2: I'm right, well, we're on. Soon.
0: It's great. <laughs> um, on my number three, and this is uh, Scott kind of mentioned I'm not watching it, but let me Breaking Bad. Um, love this show. Uh, it, it it kind of crossed uh, decades because I believe it started in 2008 or nine, uh, but definitely when I started watching it, it was early in this decade, and caught up through Netflix, as we talked about before, the great streaming services. Um, I just love it. It's, you know, a lot of this decade was, like I said, nerd stuff and in, in Marvel and super, uh, Superman and Star Wars, but this is just, you know, just dirty, dirty, dirty drama. And and I, I loved every second of it. Uh, Walter White, Jesse Pinkman, just everything. Uh, I know some of you guys haven't seen everything, so I won't spoil it, but it's you guys should watch it. It's great just um, is an awesome, awesome drama, um, and you and the biggest thing about the show is people who watched it. And the title goes with it is the characters, the journey of the characters, and all you know, all the main ones. They go through an arc, and you. I can just say at one point you're rooting for one character and hating this, and by the end you have swapped, and you're like Jesus Christ, I hate you, I love that guy, and, and hate her, love her, <laughs> love him. It's everything about it is so good, and I think it went out. In style, it didn't have a bad ending. It kind of went great all the way through. The, uh, the the new show, Better Call Saul, which is already on fifth or fourth season, I think, is still just as good. But Breaking Bad, still better. So that's my number three, Breaking Bad. Nice. I know Scott I haven't watched it. Alex, have you watched it or no? Uh, I've only seen a few episodes, up until
3: they melt that guy. Yep, I saw that one. So it's like a like third... Yeah, it's very... Yeah, very pretty early
0: on. Yeah. I gotta get that, on. I was enjoying it. Isn't that Pedro from uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Was it him? I, it's him oh, or his... There's two guys. One of them is Pedro, I believe. <laughs> but anyway, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um,
2: all right. Uh, Scott, number three. Number three, uh, moving on to a different TV show that, that spanned the, the decade... Um. So yeah, it's probably a toss-up between one of these two shows if you were to say like, what is the show of the decade? Um, but you know, just as I wasn't watching Breaking Bad, um, almost everybody I know was watching this show though, uh, and that was Game of Thrones. We 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 had the. Mm-hmm. We we, we, we we had our kind of retrospective on this the, uh, like after the the final episode had aired um but yeah it just because the it, it, it's crazy because uh, a lot of the show is about these kids and we literally see them grow up like over the course of the show um like the the kid playing Bran is like too tall to be a cripple <laughs> at least, at least, at least, yeah. I don't know that doesn't make any sense, but uh <laughs> it, it's just kinda how I think about it. Um Yeah. But yeah, just the, the drama and the, the political intrigue and because it's an HBO show, all the, the sex and the violence <laughs> um, some of the, the great characters, um some of the best singular episodes and of of any T V, like just the off the chart production value for some of it. Um, you know, like the Battle of the Bastards, Hard Home, um, the, the first Battle of the Blackwater in season two. Um,
3: what was that one battle when Catelyn was just waiting out in the field and two guys come over here and say, hey, we won? <laughs> yeah, that was a huge battle over there. It was so bloody and amazing. Yep. You wolf- we lost we many lost lives. lives. Yeah, the wolf was terribly
2: <laughs> uh, so um, you know, we, we can argue whether or not it, it finished, you know, as strongly as it started. Uh, but in the middle um, is is like the height of water cooler talk. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just like yeah, an Oreo, the the red wedding. Um, <laughs> and it, personally, for somebody who read the books. Um, I was looking forward to kind of, like, statistically <laughs> waiting for that episode.
3: Like, to... Yeah, those videos that came out right after that episode aired yeah, are they're, fantastic. They're of people recording their friends that didn't
2: read yeah. the books. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. I'm, I'm trying to recall, uh, like, group Me conversations or something like that. but Of just people going, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. the, and there's, it's you know, awesome. a lot of those moments throughout the show. Um, you know, up up until the end, it was kind of like, uh, like you didn't know who was safe. Like that was the, the the kind of, if you, I don't know if you'd say gimmick, um, but they kind of threw, threw that right out the window of like, oh, well, even though it's a big actor, uh, don't expect them to, to to last. Like, Uh,
0: I was just going to say, so for me, it was end of season one when um i guess spoiler alert if you do plan on ever watching the show but when three two one when ned gets it that was when i was because not, not a book reader what the fuck they just killed yeah. the main character and so yeah,
2: it's it's nuts uh, so mm-hmm. yeah game of thrones you know it was a i hope you didn't name your daughter to <laughs> air, so yeah, i know some like... people were upset about yeah. that <laughs> uh <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we idiots. So we, we 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 brought this up a couple times before, but is is this? I I I did you know pondering? Is this the the last of like the appointment television?
0: Mandalorian yeah. baby,
2: <laughs> Woo! It's still weekly, huh? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's. No, I, I, I like good.
0: it. I hate it, and I like it at the same time. Because obviously, yeah. if it's a good show, you want to watch it. Yeah, I want to get the next one, but I do like the fact that you can talk about it with your friends. And uh, like, like I mentioned, I like podcasts or YouTube shows where I can go mm-hmm. see what other people are saying about it, and then I can watch it multiple times. And which I would do with Game of Thrones. I would watch that at least twice uh, when yeah. it came
2: out. Each episode. Um, it, it is weird, like like you say, Jeff. If, if given the choice. <laughs> I want it now <laughs> but but, but, I don't but there's know. something there's I, I think I there think, there's yeah. something to be said for having something to look forward to
0: yeah and like for stranger things i would hold, i wouldn't watch one but i'd watch maybe two and then stop and yeah. then wait a day or two and then watch two more like i could i could have that kind of self control um maybe not i don't know cuz i love game of thrones so much which made me a little higher up on my list so <laughs> so i loved it that much that may be hard for me, but I think I could at least maybe do two a night or something.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So I would prefer the weekly. But I would prefer the weekly with no breaks ever. It's just one a day, one a week for 52 <laughs> weeks. Just keep on going. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Production should never yeah. stop on the show. <laughs> we owe <are> those
2: lives.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oh, well, you still got The Simpsons then. Yeah, well... I guess that's, that, that'll happen. It'll get bad. So I guess I don't want that. Oh yeah, that would have made my disappointment list. Not the Simpsons movie, but the fact that the Simpsons didn't end when the movie uh, came out in theaters, just like Matt Groening mm-hmm.
0: wanted. Oh well, or didn't end in nineteen ninety eight. Nine? <laughs> Nine? Okay, yeah. eight? I don't know what somewhere around there. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, uh, Alex, what's your number two? My number two
3: is this movie came in late last year. Uh, by far, I it it's my favorite animated film Ooh, of I the last is. ten years. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, phenomenal. No, I love this. The not only like the story is very compelling. Uh, what they did with you know all these superhero movies. They always have the the origin story problem, you know, where a lot of people either already know the character and it's like, just I don't need to, you know, see how Batman got his parents killed for like the fifteenth time. Just have him be Batman, stuff like that. The the origin story is per- nigh perfect, and like throughout this whole film, it's great. Not only that, all the characters are compelling. All the, like, just the minute details that they put into the animations. There's, like, some one-frame jokes every once in a while that you 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 have to, like, freeze-frame to catch them. It's astounding. Plus, like, subtle, like, stuff that they do in animation with the characters. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed this or even or heard about this, but uh, Miles Morales is animated at 12 frames per second, while the other Spider-Men... Uh, specifically, Spider B Parker is, uh, oh, Peter B Parker. Sorry, <laughs> is animated at um, 24, which is like the usual speed of, of you know animation, 24 frames a second. But as he's learning to be Spider Man, Miles Morales, they they up the frame rate at which he's huh. animated. It's just like little uh, awesome touches like that that just put this movie just way over the top. Over like, I'm sorry. Coco honorable mention I love that movie, but into the spider verse it's like no question,
2: yeah like i think it was not too long ago that i I said I'm like Phil Lord and uh Miller thank you Miller uh are mm-hmm. like o- like automatic watches at least for the next whatever movie. Until they do a Star yeah. movies. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's Wars exactly movie. what you said the last time, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I said they didn't get to finish, so I'm not going to hold that against them. Yeah. So should that Shaun of the Dead guy. Here he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Uh, we're on to my number two, which was Scott's number three Game of Thrones. Um,. In the top disappointments I had Game of Thrones because it didn't end well. <laughs> but that's because I liked it so much. That's what made it so disappointing. That first six seasons or whatever the I, I didn't say the first six seasons were great. Um the second two weren't great, but it doesn't mean they were bad. But anyway, they was disappointed. They didn't end they didn't stick the landing. But up until that point, I was loving every second of it. Watching it since day one, um, because they had, you know, Scott and Alex and friends from work. All telling me, you're going to really love the show. And they were right. I loved every every second of it. All the, you know, he would you characters not being safe. And I still, even though no other show is really like this, Breaking Bad was a little bit too. Where, like, you weren't sure if a character was going to make it. I still take it with me. Even when, I, when I'm watching Mandalorian. Which I know there's no freaking way where they're going to kill Baby Yoda. But they might. I don't know. Because of Game of Thrones. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that that stuck with me, uh, the characters, the casting. Um, I can see why, you know, it was dumb people naming their, their kids, <laughs> Khaleesi and Daenerys and stuff like that, because <laughs> it was a cool character and she did it so well. Jon Snow, all just everything. I loved it. And you mentioned that the, uh, the, the battle scenes of the red wedding. And then I'll say like, I think one of my favorite is the, might have been beginning of season or the end of season six, the, um, when Queen Queen Cer- when Cersei becomes queen, basically, and her pl- she does her plan right and blows up the Sept, and yeah. that first twenty minutes, which is basically just a musical, I don't think there's very much dialogue other than people pleading for their lives. Uh, it's yeah, awesome. Just, just
2: all, some all-time characters in that show. The, the Rory McCann is yeah. the Hound, uh, like yeah. Uh, yeah. stealing the show constantly. And Eat the chickens. Yeah. chickens. Yeah, yes. I mean, it goes it goes back to season two or three when they they have the the riots in King's Landing, and uh, uh, Sansa gets stuck out in the city, um, and she's about to be violated, and all of a sudden the Hounds there, like fucking ripping out spines and just like going full murder bot. To, to bring her back to the... Uh, to the keep. It's fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was awesome. Your
0: man's gotta have a code. Uh, what the hell's... Uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, oh, what, who was who the, what uh, the, the fuck's fat a baker kid? Oh, yeah. Hot pipe? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. Lamy was the other so what kid. the fuck's a Lamy? Yeah, yeah, okay. What the fuck's a uh Just... Yeah, the whole show... Um, you said watching the kids grow everything I'm done talking Game of Thrones watch it folks even if it didn't stick the landing it was still great better than anything else on TV so watch it
2: oh I dropped my Uh, rubies Scott (laughs) number Number two okay Uh, so thought long and hard about whether I wanted to just say the the whole Enterprise or distill it down to a specific movie uh, yeah, Star Trek, Star Trek, yeah, Star Trek. Uh, so I went ahead and, and picked out the the first Avengers movie. Um, this is the the thing that they're working towards, and simultaneously became like the main pillar to hold up the rest of the MCU. Uh, and you know, we, part of the reason it was so cool is we've we've never seen anything like it. So it's in a way it's kind of sad that that was it. <laughs> you know, we like stuff like that can can happen again and it can still be really cool and fun, but um, to have that build up again, um, it's just not going to be the same for for better or worse. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know it. I mean, uh, uh, Scott, when there's when Force goes Yoda and Force goes Qui Gon and Force goes Luke and Force goes Anakin and Force goes. Base Windu and Force Ghost and they all team up and say uh Jedi assemble. It's gonna be pretty cool. Jedi
2: Force Ghost uh
0: Mar
2: Mars Glove. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yarg <laughs> uh, what's what's did, did you say they redacted the female Yoda, Jeff? Oh so
0: so yeah. Yeah, they did, but now I won't because of this whole Baby Yoda thing, they're saying that she's still canon. So I don't know, but I know they edited her out of the Phantom Menace because the pu- remember they changed right, Yoda was right, a puppet right, in right. the original release, and they made him CGI. And they didn't want to have CGI versus puppet or something like that. Eh. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, contrary to popular belief, I don't watch the Phantom Menace that often, so don't remember. But I think, but the, everyone keeps saying she's still canon. The only two, there's only two, or now three, canon. Yoda. (laughs) Yoda Yodites. Yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Yaddle is still one of
2: those. So, so back to the Avengers. Back to this other super nerdy thing. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, 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 I've talked Nazim about this. Uh, Just this grand experiment um, that, that somehow worked. Um, You know, it, it kind of started with um, something like Lord of the Rings, where it's like, okay, you can actually like string the stuff together if you if you're smart about it. Um, even though it's all filmed at once for that, uh, but Joss Whedon managed to bring all these characters together, give somebody everybody, give everybody something to do, come up with a compelling villain. Um, you know, get make the characters like the, the focus, not the action. Even though there's the as Jeff called it the nerd porn. Um with the Battle of New York at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just, just so many great smaller moments. Uh you know, the a lot of it's just what happens when this character comes across this character. Um and that's probably the, the most fun of the action parts of the the entire MCU. So like when the Thor. When, Thor, when the Hulk comes across Loki. <laughs> You know how, how how does that look, and, and we all know, and it's and it's beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <God>. Uh, <laughs> I know what they know exactly what that feels like. I've gotta get off this planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, you know, I'll give credit to the Avengers because this is what the 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 main pillar that was holding everything up afterward. Um, and there was a few. I wouldn't say missteps necessarily, but um, um, some things that, that weren't as great. Um, and yeah, twenty, twenty-three movies later, uh, they they finally kind of polished off that that whole. Like, I is there a specific term for that? Like the now that they're done with Phase Three, the the first three phases or whatever. Um, original Avengers phase. Like I don't I don't know what to. Mm-hmm call it really uh, uh,
3: the uh, infinity stone uh, yeah I guess phase, I guess the infinity whatever it's the infinity yeah, stone yeah I guess target. that
2: makes sense um, that you know they managed to pull it off Um, and it's all thanks to the Avengers And I remember like walking out of the the movie like that like really like <laughs> like in a nerd way I like, like really pumped like oh my gosh like all the cool stuff with this like i I you know, couldn't wait to talk about it. Um, so yeah, number two, the Avengers.
0: Agreed. All right, Alex,
3: what's your number one? My number one is, as Scott mentioned, just the MCU in general. I know technically, if we want to get really technical about it, it started in two thousand eight seven with the eight. Hulk. At Iron Man's first eight. No, he shows up at the end of the Hulk. Whatever. We're starting with Iron Man. Wait, which one came first? Was was Iron Man first, and then the Hulk came out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was backwards. Well, my bad. I'm almost positive.
0: I'll double check, but go what?
3: ahead. Yeah, because yeah, then it makes sense that he showed up at the end with uh, General Ross, of course. Right. Duh. But uh, yeah, everything it, the uh, entertainment landscape in movies especially for action movies and summer blockbusters it's not even summer Blo it's just blockbusters now has uh changed thanks to the mcu uh everybody wants to i mean dc <laughs> was the, the comedy of errors yeah that they've had in trying to recreate the formula with like no roadmap. they're just you know I think they're starting to realize that now that they didn't have their own thing and their own, like, uh, identity and roadmap to what they wanted, so it's yeah. a mess. To, to,
2: to be fair, to Sony, what? for a hot minute, was going to do the same thing. They pulled the plug real fast. Somebody over there was like, mm-hmm. uh, no, this isn't going to work. Maybe because they saw the DC stuff laundering.
3: Mm-hmm. That didn't stop Universal from trying to do their dark, yeah. <laughs> their yeah. dark universe. Thing. oh my gosh one <laughs> film <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah MCU has been uh, fantastic for the most a couple missteps here and there but even
2: then all, all credits are, are, are the Lord and Savior good, yeah. Kevin Feige
3: mm-hmm so uh, yeah
0: he should do a Star Wars movie
2: I'm surprised they I, is, hopefully. 100% they've asked him <laughs>
0: No, it's 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 been Scott. It's what? been announced. He's doing it. Yeah,
3: oh, awesome. Okay.
0: Yeah. They're not sure which one yet, but he is he is in, officially with Star Wars now, as one of his other twelve other jobs because he's also ahead of all of Marvel now as well, not just movies and TV. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, my number one is MCU as well. I could not limit it to just one movie. Where. Yeah. I agree with Scott in that The Avengers is kinda of where the first time you could see what this universe is gonna be, not just a bunch of individual superhero movies. But if you compare that movie to what we just saw in game and Infinity War, it's it's yeah, no, like, like where did like it come it's... with all this? So that's why I just can't have one. It was a decade yeah. of Marvel movies. Um I couldn't pick one. If otherwise my whole list would just be Marvel movies, so um, and I love the, how they started doing, you know, they can't all be the same styles. They were doing the whole genre thing with spy movies and fantasy movies and uh, spy movies, whatever. They just, the different genres that they threw in there with all the different types of characters. Really like that. Heist movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that some of these actors, these characters with Cap and uh, Iron Man specifically, uh just, I guess, the original Avengers. You got Thor and, and Black Widow. Like, they just, it's hard to see those people now. Like, I just saw Knives Out, and it was hard not to see Chris <laughs> yeah, yeah. Evans as, as Captain America the entire time, right? Yeah. Like, uh, but whatever. I mean, it's just, I just loved all these things. And like I said, going in, I was, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, a layman comic book fan. I just knew the stuff from the movie. So I just knew Superman, Batman, and Spider Man. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting an Iron Man movie. Who the fuck's Iron Man? I know Seinfeld made a joke about him not wearing underwear under his armor. I don't know what the fuck that's about. <laughs> and the Hulk, okay, I knew the Hulk, but I knew nothing about Thor or, or Captain America. I thought he was the stupidest character ever. He's the guy who wears is a shield. That's dumb. And then by the end of this and him, you know, never staying down, he always gets up and Avengers assemble. That's just, I'm just crying.
2: I'm going to cry. just <laughs> talking about it. So
3: He could do this all day. Yeah. I
2: mean, they're the all, they were all at the before time before. like... Kind of like B-listers, right? Like as far as like at least money and popularity. Maybe not the Hulk, but
3: oh, yeah, yeah, characters, yeah.
2: Eh, Captain America's been—I I mean—solid. They're obviously like been around forever, and everybody knows who they were. But they weren't like they weren't X-Men. They weren't they weren't Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah,
0: Spider-Man. Yeah. That's why yeah. they, because they sold off all the popular ones, right? Right? And Fantastic Four, they they sold off all of those, and they were just left with the crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the crap I haven't quotes. And that turned out to be, most, you know what, what I'm telling, saying? Like, like Guardians then, of the
2: Galaxy. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Who would have thought Guardians out of all of this? Mm-hmm. and and I will just say the way the movies were made. Um, I've mentioned Laura here before. I, can, I try to get her to watch Star Wars. She cannot <laughs> handle it. It's so boring to her. She can't do it. Game of Thrones. Cannot get through it. MCU is the one that she started watching and liked and has seen almost every movie. So there's something about these that are crossing over into more than just us dorks. So
2: it, 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 it helps, something to be said though, about like, that as well. That all these dudes are like ripped like Jesus. Like I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it doesn't hurt. I mean, but. I'd go gay for Thrones.
0: I'm Thor. I'm Thor. Um, I, MCU is my number one as well. So, uh, Scott, what's your number one? Number one.
2: one uh, this, this was easy for me to come up with my number one. Uh, Alex already mentioned it lower on his list. Um, that would be Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I Really? Yes. <laughs> I, know, I know, surprise. Dang. Uh, I, this... I feel like they made this movie for me personally. <laughs> I mean, yes, even Scott. the main character's name is name Scott. Scott. Uh, I, I, I love this movie so much. Um, th- it's like this, um, the two towers, a uh, couple of the Avengers movies, all the other ones, the barbarians, barbarians. all the other ones that I've, yeah, I've gone back to Peter the for. Uh, multiple viewings, um, but Scott Pilgrim, I probably went like five or six times, um, just to see in the theaters. Um, as soon as it came out in Blu-ray, I ran out and got that. Uh, the you know it's it's on streaming or like Alex said on, on cable every once in a while, and, you know immediately locking. It's like Big Trouble Little China where I'll just put it on if it's if it's playing. Um, I I will say this is. Like, outside of just how much I enjoyed it, I feel like it's, like, the best comic book movie that's ever been made. And not, not, I don't just mean, like, like, oh, it's better than than other movies that are, that are made based on comics, but, like, structured as a comic book, um, it, 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 like, will break into panels occasionally, and there'll be, like, like, onomatopoeic, like, uh, graphics that pop up on the screen, um, but uh, just there's there's not like a beat in this movie that I don't love. Um, the very beginning when they they're doing the band stuff and and knives is in awe of the band um, to to all the to Zelda references. Um, this is just like the first like few minutes of the movie, um, and then eventually gets into all yeah. the action, um, the the cool set pieces, uh, the great soundtrack. Um, and then just yeah just Captain America again uh, playing like a, <laughs> like a uh, if if Jason Lee were an action hero star, or an action movie star <laughs> that's a good <laughs> that is uh, a very good description but, and it, like if, if we're doing like the <laughs> fake movies inside the movie where he's like the first click you're gonna hear is me <laughs> hanging up the phone the second click is gonna be me here it's gonna be me pulling the trigger like that stuff is uh, is so good the the characters um you know the the Rona flowers characters like the ultimate uh i i wouldn't say manic but definitely of if if you're going to go by that that whole manic pixie dream girl trope um uh, she's definitely pixie dream girl uh, mary elizabeth winstead uh yeah just it just hit every single note with me. Um and I, I love the the ending. Uh like like Alex mentioned earlier, they had the separate ones, and both of them would have worked. Um but uh I, I love how it ends. Uh it just I, I can go on and on about this movie. Um it's it's as close to a perfect movie uh that, that I could think of. And that's been Were you, are you actually is. surprised by that, Alex?
0: Yeah, I didn't think it would be yeah, okay. your number one.
2: Yeah.
0: I thought you were going to have MCU, because that's all you gush about every yeah, single episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but I know you like it. I don't... Um, I don't. <laughs> Anything else?
2: <laughs> hey, don't say
3: you about Scott Pilgrim, Jeff? Uh, it's not <laughs> in my top
2: ten. So, so uh... <laughs>
3: It's literally the nicest thing you've ever said about that movie. <laughs> it's true. It's
2: so, true. Um, just I uh, don't want to run through my honorable mentions like real quick. Yeah. Um, so MCU in general, which we've already talked about. Um, yeah. TV, um, know, Justified, The Good Place, Rick and Morty, Daredevil, um, other movies, Deadpool's one and two, which uh, which I I love both those movies and. They showed, like, between that and Logan that you could have these, like, take these comic movies in another direction you know, and make them R-rated and, and either serious or in case of Deadpool, um, completely comical. Um, Civic Rim, mm-hmm. which I loved. Uh, John Wick. Thank you. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, and then video games. Uh, the Switch, um, got me back into Nintendo. I skipped the Wii, and the Wii U. Um, Persona 4 Golden, um, talking about JRPGs, oh, and then finally the, yeah, you know I, I those other video games are on my list, but I would say this game is like probably the best console game um, out of all of them, and that's Towerfall. Uh, if you haven't played Towerfall, get some friends, oh, okay. download it, do yourself a favor. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing.
3: <laughs> I, that might be the best party game
0: of the so, last ten years. Towerfall. It games awesome.
2: And uh, yeah, that's my honorable mentions. I have a
0: few. Uh, Black Mirror. I really love that on Stranger oh. Things on Netflix. Stranger Things, as Alex mentioned, uh, that might have made my. I don't think it would have made my top ten. but It would have been just out, but I didn't think about it. Uh, the continuation of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it started, consistently funny. It started in the odds, but this decade was still great. Um, that uh, Parks and Rec was a tough one for me to leave off. I love that show, which, once again, I think that crossed boundaries too, but I think most of it was in this decade. Um, Destiny. That's the, I only had one video game on mine. That was a hard one to bump off as well. I played that a lot. Um, you mentioned Overwatch. I did that too. Another video game combination would be Limbo and Inside. I love those two was games. Limbo oh, decade? I haven't played Inside yet. Okay. Yeah, I looked it up. 11. Right. 10 or 11. Wow. Um, yeah, and that's my list.
3: Nice. Uh, my honorable mentions, I uh, just started, but The Mandalorian is awesome, like from the get-go. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I had medium expectations for it, but every episode has been fantastic for me. Uh, esports in general, just the rise of esports, which I never thought would ever be a thing. Like, The Wizard is like real life <laughs> do now. Think, do you think it's going like,
2: to maintain its popularity? Fuck I th- it. Uh, maybe. I, I, I think the market change. is
3: getting really saturated with all these games that are having, like, big arena events. But uh, I think maybe it, it might, like, shrink a little bit and just stick to a few, like, games or genres, maybe? I don't know. But I still I think it's... It, maybe not now, but it feels like it's spreading itself out too thin. All right. Or at least it, it might. Anyways, uh, well, moving along... Uh, video games uh all sorry xbox one owners but uh, god of war was a surprise hit for me it was fucking fantastic uh horizon zero dawn was also my favorite open world game uh of the last 10 years and uh really close to that one is uh, spider-man for the ps4 is just an amazing just just going from one end to New York to the other as Spider-Man without even doing anything felt fantastic. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. I bet. It
0: was like uh, uh, Batman flying through Gotham.
3: So cool. Yeah. Uh, a couple of web uh, YouTube channels, actually, that I just discovered uh, that are really awesome. They're, like, in my mainstays. Excite Tykes? Cor- no. Well, yeah. <laughs> I produce it. Uh, but Corridor Crew. And it's these guys that are, like, visual effects specialists they're they're professionals and what they do is they take scenes from certain movies and they break down the special effects whether they're good special effects and whether they're awesome special effects and then they, they explain why they're good or why they're terrible and also they suggest like ways to fix it uh, like, oh, I would do this or I would do that. And speaking of John Wick, they did this thing where, or where they didn't exactly like how the muzzle flashes worked in the original John Wick. So they did, like, some really subtle touches to them that looked really cool. But one of their guys, like, went complete ham <laughs> on the special effects and they went way overboard with them. And I recommend that video. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, the uh, other sorry, YouTube...
0: but interrupt real quick. I actually saw a video today, and the people you got to give credit to Corridor because are the ones who did it. It was, you know how they keep showing those Boston Robotics yeah. robots and oh, like yeah they, they did, did that, and they, <laughs> they had one so with fun the guy shooting right the guns, yeah yeah with the guns right like they put it in front of a target and it's going aggro and everything that was cool. Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, the other uh, YouTube channel that I can't live without now is Red Letter Media. And if you don't know the name, it's the original guys way back in the nineties. Not the nineties, the aughts, that uh mis- that did the Mr. Plinkett reviews, where they did the the uh, um Phantom Menace and the long form review and like really broke it down and it got really weird in the middle, but very hilarious. Were the, but were those, it was a really were the really good explanation those ones of where I
2: why I talk like this.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: That's Mr. Plinkett. Uh, They've subsequently done like more Plinkett reviews. They've done one for some of the new movies in the trilogy. They actually did one for uh, Mr. Plinkett did a review for uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, Crystal Skull, which I highly recommend. Uh, But their channel is amazing because they do a, a best of the worst where they watch three just awful movies. And then they pick the best one out of those just terrible movies. And uh yeah, I always enjoy those. It's terrible. Yeah, it's amazing. No, us forced to watch oh. terrible movies. You guys already <laughs> yeah. make me do that. And last but not least, least uh, Keanu Reeves. This has been his, he his is decade, breathtaking. man. He is the breathtaking thing. All the awesome, you know, memes, and with all the scumbags that you hear about in Hollywood and everything, there's one. There's one guy in Hollywood that's. Truly decent,
0: and of course he's Canadian. Yeah, Keanu Reeves.
2: Wow, I know karate. I know jujitsu <laughs> and kung fu. <laughs> um, all
0: right, that's it. Yeah, twenty tens, man. All right, that's good. I think we're <laughs> gonna end here. Episodes yes. going long. Yeah, <laughs> no need nope. for sports or news.
3: Um, well, all the uh, all the sports agencies gave their players like time off to be with their families, so there are no sports in oh, okay. December.
0: Sure, yeah, feel free, <laughs> feel free to think that. <laughs> um, all right, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good next decade. I don't know when this is going to air exactly, but toward the end of this year, end of two thousand nineteen. It'll
3: be appropriate, um, appropriate yeah. timing. yeah see you yeah. in twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, I'm just going to say. The Rise of Skywalker, ninety percent sure will not make my top ten of this decade. Yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not holding yeah. a spot for it. We haven't seen it.
2: However, if we have no. to go back and edit the uh, biggest disappointments, that can still be done. <laughs>
3: yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll release the uh, was it the hot shot yeah. first cut? <laughs> there we go, McClunky. <laughs> what the fuck! I couldn't believe they added another edit for the streaming. Yeah. God
0: damn it. So I heard, I don't know if it's true. It was that <laughs> Lucas, before he sold the Disney, was in the middle of re, uh, um, getting him ready for 4K and for those 3D releases that he was kind of working on back then. So, so he was doing the 4K version and he just, there was this last thing to pretty much, I don't know, people say it was to say fuck you to the fans. I'm pretty sure he's not doing that, but whatever, yeah. he's trying to make it right without reverting back without like giving in i guess is what he's trying to do i don't know but yeah stop just stop (laughs) if you don't know folks they once again i guess we should talk about this since it is the name of our podcast yeah (laughs) Uh, um we re-edited the han shot first scene han shot first greedo scene from a new hope and now, right before he shoots, it closes, zooms in on Greedo's face, and he goes, "McClunky." It zooms. It. it zo- I haven't seen it. It zooms in. Yeah, it's a closer. It's the closest. It's a headshot that we've never seen anywhere before. It's like a just a full headshot of Greedo, and he just he makes some alien sound, but it sounds like he's saying McClunky, and then they oh. still both do the simultaneous shooting thing that's now in there, and and what's hilarious is Greedo is subtitled. Every word in that scene, except for when he says McClunky, there's no subtitle. So he added it, but we don't know what he's saying, and that's somehow supposed to make it better? Like, oh, geez, if he says, you so die you now, or, die or something, and then, <laughs> maybe the, <laughs> I don't know. But.
3: Uh, I need to, uh, I need to watch Attack of the Clones to just watch this from my brain.
0: Attack of the Clones?
3: Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> okay, feel free to watch Attack of the Clones. It's yeah, not from I know.
3: It. Back oh. when it's <laughs> something that's not edited and it's still terrible and I don't know. I just feel like it's better than whatever this is.
0: I know we said we were signing off, but one last tangent. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have a 4K TV but these 4K <laughs> versions are so much better. Like There are scenes, especially in A New Hope, where you can see uh, David Prowse's eyes behind Darth Vader's mask. I've never been able to see that before. Wow. Like when he's boarding the the ship at the beginning and he's talking to Princess Leia or talking to one of his, you know, she'll die before she tells you anything. Leave that to me. Anyway, you can see her, the actor's eyes back there. It's like, I've never seen that. You can see Chewbacca's Tupac testicles. How do you know they didn't just CGI them in there? Uh, yeah, you can see his swinging sack. Mm-hmm. That's the bandolier. <laughs> that's actually the, that's the sequel <laughs> to, the, so you to the
2: Mandalorian. It's going to be the bandolier. <laughs> the bandolier. <laughs> But yeah,
3: how do you know Lucas didn't just CGI the eyes in there for Vader? <laughs> yeah, Blinking eyes. Yeah. yeah.
0: God damn uh, it. Possibly, but I think it's just that now you can see stuff you couldn't see before. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but why it. don't? No, no tangent. He's just all these special editions. Why doesn't he go back and special editionize the prequels? At least clean up the CGI. The stormtroopers still look fake Fix as that fuck. One scene Fix
2: where they, they they change where they use CGI. No, those to are perfect. Anakin's. <laughs> Facial expression. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I
0: still don't know what scene you guys are talking about, but. Oh, and by the way, your CGI babies is bullshit because there was a scene. The, There's the guy turned like eighteen years old the other day.
3: That was probably the uh, motion capture artist putting dots on him. <laughs>
0: yeah, mocap <MoCat> baby. baby. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> City. Happy New Decade, yeah. Happy New Year, Happy New Millennium. <laughs>
1: <20s. laughs> Fuck you, Kessler. <laughs> Wherever you are.